to another episode of Campania Lures, episode number three. I want to thank everybody for coming out, joining us. Um, got a lot of good reviews on the first two. And uh, if you guys are new here, make sure you guys check out the first two. First things first, we're going to be talking about a bunch of things today. We got uh, responsible fishing, rules and regulations. You got DLNR. We got uh, invasive species. And we also got some questions. So first things first, let's talk about responsible fishing. What do you guys think responsible fishing is? Um, it's a bunch of things, man. It's like, for me, responsible fishing is, is cleaning up after yourself. You're finding some rubbish, just pick them up. You know, you have to pick up everything. Just take care of something, you know what I mean? Take care of your spot. Your spot will take care of you. Um, also, just, you know, have some fishing etiquette. Be cool to other fishermen. Don't, don't be rude. Um, don't go out there and basically just fish right in front of them. Um... Also, following your rules and regulations. I cannot stress that enough. Um, following rules and regulations will, you know, it's going to benefit you. Um, and you won't get into trouble. And the more you know, um, the more that you can spread awareness to other fishermen out there. Yeah, so, like, you can get all these information on rules and regulations, you know. Um, you can get those little packets or those little pamphlets that you can find that says Hawaii Fishing Regulations. You know where they have the VEC is in the front. Um, you can get those at fishing stores, tackle shops. They even have them at like Walmart. Um, or what you can do is just go on to DLNR, dlnr.hoi.gov and you can print out your rules and regulations. You can just, you know, kind of touch up on all those species that you're trying to target. Just make sure that you're on the ball as far as following all the sizes and, you know, bag limits and all that other good stuff. So since we're on the topic of rules and regulations, let's talk about moi, for example. Moi season is closed June through August. That's the time that they, they are spawning. Um, females are releasing their eggs. Uh, we don't want to catch all the females out there because we won't have more moys, you know what I mean? Um, also, minimum, minimum length for moi is 11 inches, and the bag limits are 15. So what you want to do is... Um, yeah, just make sure you follow the rules um, when you're fishing out there. Sometimes you never know. DLNR might come by and be like, hey, let me let me see what you got in your bag. And you're going to be like, shit, this fuck is only nine inches, brah. Then what? Pow, busted. Ho, fun fish. You know what I mean? You don't like, you don't like get busted for a fish. Um, here's another here's another one. Um, O'il. O'il's uh, open. There is no closed season for O'il. Minimum size for all eel is 14 inches, and guess what the bag limit is? Nope, you're wrong, bro. There is no bag limit. How's that one? All eel, no bag limit. Um, speaking of all eel, uh, I wanted to talk about real quick. Like, I get some, I, I get some, some flack from uh, fly fishermen sometimes. Um, like, I, I respect what you guys do. You guys catch and release. Um, us local fishermen growing up, we dunk for oil, we whip for oil here and there. You know what I mean? Like we catch them, we eat them, and I get a bunch of fly fishermen that you know give me a lot of heat. Like, dude, what the hell? You know what I mean? Like, release them, bro. Do this and that. I'm like, bro, we've been eating these since we were little kids. You know what I mean? So, I respect what they do, and hopefully, they respect what we do. So, you know what? That might just be another subject later on. Nah, I don't know. I don't. Even, I don't. I don't want to deal with that. 
<laughs> I'm just being real. Anyway, so yeah, oil close no no close season minimum is 14 inches and no bag limit. Papillo, this one is what? I see everybody catching papillos off of campanulars. The minimum is 10 inches. There is no close season and the bag limit is 20. I I honestly didn't know until I was doing the research today. Um, I thought the bag limit was like 10 or something like that or 15 just like moist but yeah it's, bag limit is 20 um, here is a pointer for all those guys that's fishing out there and posting a lot of pictures on Instagram I know what a 10 inch papilla looks like um, they look small as shit <laughs> you know what I mean you, when you post them up just, just do everyone a favor and yourself a favor from having all those guys that you know will heckle at you like oh dude that's not legal just put like a little ruler or tape measure that way you can just shout them up you know what i mean it's i i see it happen all the time you know what I mean? just put a little put a small ruler right next to them boom everybody's not gonna say nothing it's legal what you're doing is legal you can eat that fish it's legal totally legal nobody's gonna rag on you on that you know what i mean um yeah so like here's the last fish that i, I thought was pretty interesting too um the Moana, I've been seeing a lot of people catching a bunch of Moanas lately, and um, I see a lot of small ones as well. Um, majority of the guys catch and release some, but as far as it being the legal size, it's 7 inches and also has no bag limit. Um, also, when you're measuring your fish, you want to make sure that you are measuring the fish from the nose to the fork of the tail and not from the nose to the end of the tail. The fork of the tail is where it needs to be. Um, I see a lot of guys tagging me and, and messaging me like, dude, I just caught this 16-inch moy. I'm like, holy shit, that's a big one. They send me the picture and it's like, oh, actually, it's like a 14-inch, but still a big boy. You know what I mean? So it, it, it's going out to all um, the new fishermen out there. Um, just, just remember, it's from the nose to the fork of the tail. Got it? Okay, dogs. Okay, dogs. Okay, we're moving on. We're going to be talking about the uh, invasive species right now. So what is an invasive species? Basically, um, a fish that was introduced here and is not native to Hawaii or our reefs. Um, here's three of them. Uh, first one is a roy. Uh, basically, is a peacock grouper. Um, was introduced in the 1956 from French Polynesia, believe it or not. Uh, it was here... It was brought here for an extra food source for the Hawaiian fishermen. Um, and little did they know that uh, Roy is basically a killer on the reef. Like they murder all the native fish and they compete against the native fish for food. And, you know, um, the reef basically. Um, so, yeah, if you ever catch one of or... Or any of these three that I'm going to be mentioning. Just make sure you get rid of them properly. Because uh, they're doing a lot of damage to our native reefs. Uh, native fish as well. Uh, second thing we're going to talk about. About the roy is cigatero. Um, roy's are known to have cigatero. So like um, out of the three fish that I'm mentioning. This is the only fish that has cigatero. Or we, you know. There's no way to test it right now. Because we have no cigatara uh, test kits they did away with that because it was not um, accurate at all the only way you can tell if there's cigatara is if uh, your body tells you <laughs> you want to make sure 
I don't want to take the chance. You know what I mean? I mean, I've never, I've never tried roy. I know that it's probably a good tasting fish, but I would not try it. Um, so second thing we're gonna talk about, uh, second fish is the toal, and uh, third fish is tape. Toal is the black fin snapper. Tape is the blue striped snapper. And guess what? They were both introduced the same time in 1956 too. And this two fish came from Tahiti. Um, so Ta'apis, Ta'al, I'll grind them. You catch them, grind them. Eat them, whatever. Small, big, just small, just fry them. Eat them like potato chips. You know what I mean? Just bring them. Get them out of the water. Protect our fish. Protect our reef. Um, so those three invasive species, if you ever catch one, don't catch and release them. Even if it's a baby, that baby's going to turn into killers for the reef, uh, for the native fish as well. So let's just make sure that uh, we do our part and try to get rid of a bunch of invasives if we can. Um, all right, so we got that out of the way as far as the invasive species. I want to move on to uh, the DLNR topic. Um, I actually spoke with a really cool guy uh, when I called in. Just to get some questions in and uh yeah this guy is a veteran um that's working that's been working there 20 plus years and i basically asked him like hey what's going on with the whole dispatching situation because i had situations where i i've called in and you know they never come out till like the next day or by the time they come out the guy's gone and, and it just boils down to staff um in order for them to enforce these rules they need staff and how do they get staff they have to get it passed from legislators you know what i mean if they don't if they don't have the money how can they hire more people and we're back to square one again we have all these rules regulations and nobody's out there to basically enforce them and it's kind of shitty in my opinion i mean i would love to have all these guys out there patrolling just making sure everything's legit you know, it's, it's for the better of of our fishing, you know, wildlife and, and everything. If you think about it, if everybody was being watched, um, you know, we'd have more chances of catching more fish maybe later, do- later on down the future, if you think about it. Because if everybody's doing illegal things every single day, then that's going to deplete our fish, our fish count and, and you know, the fishing for our next generation and so forth so as as of right now it's kind of a shitty situation um i hope one day that you know they can basically get more funding um so we can get more guys out there um i know that there's more serious things out there like more cops we need more cops definitely but once the fish is gone they're gone you know what I mean? We can't just replenish. Once we take everything, it's all gone. So it's something that, you know, the state has to think about, honestly. And it's only going to get worse um, if it's not, you know, there's more people fishing now. The, the population is getting bigger in Oahu and, and there's no spots to fish anymore. <laughs> if you think about it, everybody's just going to keep pounding then. Then you know what's gonna happen later on down the future for our gener- our next generation of fishermen. Um, so when I did talk to them, and and it's basically another reason why they they take a lot longer to get out there um, on several occasions is because 
the conservation and resources enforcement, which is uh, the people that have the cops, that, that have the, the guys with the guns and, and whatnot, is overlooking 10 other divisions. So if there's a, you know, the division of boating has a problem, then the conservation and resources enforcement officers will have to go there and take care of that. So now you have 10 different divisions that is calling in at one time. And hey, I'm like the 11th guy calling like, hey, uh, dude, there's this guy like laying net. Can you guys send somebody out? And like, it's probably just going according to the calls coming in. And if they already took care of all the other 10 divisions, then that guy will probably come out quick for mine's one. You know what I mean? So in, in the situation that we're at right now, it's whether or not... Um, how backed up are they with the other 10 divisions, you know? So, in my honest opinion, if I could do something about it, I would have strictly officers only for the aquatic resources, you know what I mean? Or have officers only for the land division. Certain officers strictly for the boating and all that other good stuff. But that's just me. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure they thought about that already. It's just the legislators, uh, legislators just didn't pass it. So it's kind of frustrating, but what can you do? Um, I did hear from them, and I'm, I'm glad that that guy talked to me about it because I was one-sided at one point. But now that I see that, you know, it's, it's, it's nothing that we can do right now. It's, it's up to the state. So you guys have any questions for the dlnr guys or if you have any questions for um regarding the dlnr you guys can actually check it out at dlnr.hawaii.gov or you can call them up um the enforcement number is 643 dlnr call them up if you ever see any illegal fishing activity uh people catching undersized fish illegal lay nets that's out for more than four hours and all that other stuff um just give them a call exercise your rights make sure that everybody's following rules if not then you just pass on the knowledge to them you know what i mean so if you don't mind me i'm going to be flipping my notes over real quick um just going to cover oh shit my back bro holy moly okay okay we're going to be covering questions that i posted on uh on instagram so this is from tyler de costa like, can you fish diamond head side or what i'm like yeah dude you can fish diamond head side only on the even years you can so what it is is the waikiki diamond head shoreline is restricted um on the odd years so anything west of diamond heads lighthouse all the way to the evil wall of the natatorium is off limits you can't fish it during the odd years then once the even year comes around for example january 1st this year bang you guys can fish them all the way to the west side of the natatorium, all the way down to um, Diamond Head, all the way, all the way down. So that's a good question, and uh, you can get that info uh, pretty much off the same site that I just told you guys earlier. Uh, next question, Kenson Nebri, have you ever gotten into trouble with DLNR? And the answer is no. Um, I did have somebody come out. And check my cooler though, which was pretty fucking cool. Um, he came out, he looked at my cooler, and he was like, "Oh, right on, yeah, everything looks good." I'm like, "Oh, solid." Then talk story with him. Me, I like to talk story with all those guys at uh, DLNR or you know, uh, enforcement agencies and all that other good stuff. Cause I just 
like to get knowledge from them or you know just kind of poke questions here and there with them so nope did not ever get into trouble brother let's see here now this one's from brother sean green fishing etiquette we were just talking about this too um do you fish somewhere else when you see others fishing at your spot me yeah i do unless that guy doesn't know what he's doing then i'll just wait for him to leave then i'll just go you know what i mean but um i did have this one fucking epic story this one time uh, me and this dude was racing like literally racing to get to that spot and it was like fucking dark still like 6 a.m we're like i'm sprint i'm like sprint walking like you know like that fast-paced olympic walking that's how i look dude i look so fucking gay but i was going hardcore trying to get to that spot and he was like 20 yards in front of me you know what i mean he, had, he already had a head start but by the time he got there i was watching him i'm like fuck he's going to the same exact spot i'll just wait the good thing was uh he didn't know what he was doing thank god so once he left i went did my thing caught some fish and you know <laughs> went my separate ways but uh yeah fishing etiquette though you know like i can understand you're getting tied up tangled with somebody that's fishing next to you if you're going for halalu mm, or akule uh, you know yeah that, that stuff happens you know but if you're fishing on an empty beach and this dude right next to you is crossing your line that's when you're gonna have a fucking problem you know fishing etiquette dude you got that whole beach to the left of you go all the way down there you ass but uh you know what i mean like it's certain things like that you know you yeah fishing etiquette um just 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 use your common sense some some guys don't have it but you know something majority of the best time the best thing you can do is just tell them straight like dude you know i'm fishing here man can you can you go that side if they say no then it's not even worth it i'll be like shoots i can go that side then don't cross my line okay and if he crosses my line the opposite side, oh, I just going I don't know what I'm going to do, bro. I'm going to call DLNR. <laughs> anyway, bro, Sean, thanks for that question. Um, appreciate you guys listening in. Uh, like I said earlier, check us out, companionlures.com. We have all of our fishing lures on there. Um, I'd like to thank you guys once again for listening in. Um, also, if you guys not following us on Instagram, we're on Instagram and Facebook, Campania Lures. C-A-M-P-A-N-I-A Lures. Uh, I want to thank you guys one more time. Appreciate you guys. And uh, yeah, catch you guys for episode number four. Hey, hey,